Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include my interview with Ally Holmes' Glenn Brunker on the current environment and how originators are coping, and quiet holiday trading. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. Named a top 100 firm by Inside Public Accounting, Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, cybersecurity, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 and Mortgage Accounting Today firms to watch and the fastest growing firms. The firm has also received multiple awards for excellence in firm culture from inside public accounting. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. When I see lovers' names carved into the wood on a tree, I don't think it's sweet. I just think how surprising it is how many people bring a knife on a date. Time passes, life goes by, first dates turn into long-term relationships, a hot summer's been forgotten, turned into a beautiful autumn, and turned into an arctic winter. Time has passed, and it's nearly Christmas Eve. Y'all sick of Christmas carols? Again? The winter solstice occurred last night, meaning that the minutes of daylight will only increase for the next six months in the Northern Hemisphere. People are planning for 2023 as if the calendar changing from December to January will have an impact on rates, volumes, margins, or revenue. Spoiler alert, that's not necessarily going to be the case. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show Glenn Brunker, president of Ally Home. He joined Ally in 2018 and is responsible for leading the profitable growth of Ally's mortgage business, Ally Home. He has oversight of both the direct originations and bulk acquisition businesses, as well as the responsibility for the servicing platform. In addition, he leads the secondary marketing and business line risk functions and the transformation in the mortgage business, which has outpaced industry growth threefold and positioned Ally Home as a top 50 lender. When a lot of people think of Ally, they see their national advertising campaign for, for banking. Uh, but you are president of Ally Home. Can you talk kind of what Ally Home is focused on and, and kind of their, their niche in the mortgage industry? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that question. You know, in terms of uh, Ally and what we're trying to do is, is, number one, we want to differentiate the consumer experience within mortgage lending. Uh, and it's through focusing on the customer experience end to end uh, from top of funnel all the way through funding. Uh, and number two, we really want to lean in to be the bank that provides the best educational platform for first-time homebuyers. Uh, we believe in, in differentiating, uh, providing a, a full experience education around what does it mean to be a homebuyer, um, not only through the application journey uh, and funding the loan, but post-purchase. So trying to transparently understand the role and impact and responsibilities of homeownership are you ready? And how can we support you to make an educated decision that's right for you? So I would tell that would really be what we focus on here at Ally is an educational difference, a commitment to diversity and best in class consumer experience. Well, I wanted to bring you on to talk a little bit about what we're seeing in the mortgage market these days. And obviously the big narrative this year was rates went way up, margins were way down, uh, volumes way down. 
But over the last several weeks here, we've seen rates decline a little bit. Maybe there's been a, a, a bump in uh, origination activity. I want to talk to you about the cumulative effect of the Fed's rate increases this year on the housing market. What are you seeing as a result of higher rates and and what where's your eye kind of currently at? Yeah, Robbie, I would I would tell you, despite a nearly a point improvement in mortgage rates over the last, say, 30 to 45 days, we've really seen uh, no uh, improvement uh, thus far on purchase money lending. So cumulative effect of all these rate increases have been severe. So you look at a couple of stats, you know, housing starts are down 15% year on year. We all know the impact of the refinance uh, has pretty much killed the refinance market down 88% year on year. Then you look at purchase money, where we have the most strength, obviously, and we'll continue going into 23, down 40% year on year. So what I think what we're seeing and what we've seen in December, and we expect to see through Q1, is really a consumer that is waiting for the Fed to pause. Are they done with their mission of beating inflation? And are they done with their rate hikes? Uh, We expect that to most likely take place in late Q1, early Q2. Number two, they're looking for some relief on mortgage rates. So if mortgage rates could get into the five handle and get around at five and a half to six, which I believe we'll most likely see in that, in that Q2 timeframe. Uh, and number three, they're also looking for some level of, of home price appreciation decline. And we're seeing that now. So we've had four consecutive months of home prices decline. We expect that trend to continue through Q1, uh, where we'll actually see a net you know, decline of about 10 to 15% in your average home value uh, over the prior uh, 12 months. So net-net, the purchaser is going to sit on the sidelines uh, for another three to max six months, wait for some rate relief, wait for the Fed to be done, wait for some dent to be done uh, to home prices. Confidently, as a result, home buyers will step back into the market. And I believe we'll see uh, a bit healthier purchase money spring market than most anticipate. Uh, around that, you know, May, June-ish timeframe going forward towards the end of the year. Yeah, I guess the current economy could be characterized by uh, stubbornly persistent inflation, which we are starting to see soften, and a resilient labor market. The labor the labor market uh, has remained strong. You know, wage increases have, have remained strong, which factors into inflation. But the Fed's kind of indicated that they're they're nearing the end of their tightening cycle here. What do you expect from the Fed in their their upcoming meetings? What are they looking for? What what do you expect the outcomes from the meetings to be? You know, it's uh, interesting. Uh, number one, I do expect the Fed to be diligent. I think they're they're obviously have a mission that they've been very uh, forthright about, and that is uh, to bring inflation back under control of the two percent. Uh, and as a result, I think you will see continued rate hikes. Um, I believe you'll see three to four twenty five basis point increases um, with the possibility of smaller increases going forward. The one difference that I probably uh, maintain versus the rest of the market is some believe that the Fed will actually start to provide some rate decreases toward the latter part of 23. Um, I I, uh, do not. Uh, We believe that um, the rate will be, the the Fed will be stubborn uh, through 23, keeping rates at those escalated levels with some relief coming in 2024. And the reason being is, is the consumer is is stubbornly strong right now. The health of the consumer balance sheet is strong. 
So as a result, we have a very um, uh, a strong-willed Fed against a very uh, uh, healthy consumer that continues to spend, and that's going to most likely prolong the necessity to keep rates at elevated levels. The Fed gets a lot of airtime, but I want to talk to you a little bit more specifically about the the real estate market because that's that's what a lot of my listeners care about. What do you see going on in the real estate market currently? And and I guess do you have any mortgage related stories? And we as we move into to twenty twenty three that are worth sharing. Yeah, I, I, absolutely, Robbie. I, I would tell you, um, as I mentioned earlier, number one, I think the health of the real estate market will rebound. Uh, in 2023, uh, it will still be a, a declining year, year on year from 2022 in terms of an industry perspective. Still expecting myself around $1.8 trillion of originations. Uh, but again, I think we're, we're seeing the health of the first time home buyer has been for the short term adversely impacted as rates have escalated. So aver- affordability has been adversely impacted. So again, we're seeing um, first-time home buyers begin to suppress a bit. Uh, we saw for the first time recently uh, the repeat uh, buyer for the first time take more than 50% of share. Uh, but I think you're going to see the first-time home buyer repeat in strength, uh, come back uh, as as affordability levels start to improve with rates uh, going down, home prices going down. You'll see affordability somewhat uh, start to cycle back up in Q2, Q3, and therefore that first home-time home buyer will step back in the market. Um, we have seen the average age of our uh, first-time home buyers uh, slightly uh, escalate over the last six months um, because of the fact, again, where the home affordability has been adversely impacted. Therefore, they're having to step on the sidelines, let that repeat power have greater strength in terms of the purchase money segment. So um, that will return, though, again, with affordability. We're going to see the millennial, uh, the Gen Z buyer come back into the market. We're quite proud of the fact that we're seeing a 40% improvement uh, in, our, in our Gen Z buyers. Uh, so we are still in, seeing continued strength. It's not that the Gen Z buyer millennial will disappear. Uh, they will come back in droves uh, when affordability strengthens. Uh, and that's what we're going to see in 23. And where's your focus on the origination side of things? Obviously, origination volumes dropped precipitously this year, but how are you keeping volume flowing? You know, a great question. Uh, you know, we at Ally, number one, have, have a phenomenal benefit of an excellent brand uh, and a very strong customer base, 11 million strong. So at the end of the day, we're going to be really leaning into our customer base. It's a, it's a tough market. We know refinance is dead. We need to be more relevant to the purchase money buyer. Uh, so we're going to do that first by leaning into our customer base of 11 million plus. Uh, number two, as I mentioned earlier, it's all about the consumer experience. We here at Ally focus on the long term. So let's continue to lean in, provide a best in class CX, which we have proudly offering today. Number two, let's strengthen our value prop. So we're going to become more relevant to our purchase money uh, borrower uh, by providing tools such as online search to MLS, home value uh, uh, capability off of our storefront. Uh, and really offer an improved purchase money experience end-to-end so they could get everything they need uh, in that purchase money journey uh, through Ally, directly through Ally. Number three, how do we continue to prudently expand our product set? So we're looking at things such as uh, FHA, VA, additional down payment offering to be more relevant to our diversity commitment. And lastly, 
it, you know, it's, it really is about discipline in this market. Uh, we continue to do all of the above, but with the with the focus of maintaining profitability uh, and being very disciplined in terms of expense management uh, and pricing. Uh, and at the end of the day, we're going to have a very, very strong foundation to not only service borrowers through a tough, tough year in 2023, but really be very, very well pos uh, positioned for the next uh, cycle. Because one thing I've learned in this business 30 plus years is when things appear to be very dire out there, which some would classify uh, the current real estate market as, um, usually is when you start seeing green shoots. And I think those green shoots are going to start showing up in Q2. I agree. And actually, I have a quick follow-up question for you, because you talked about customer retention and, and the value proposition there. I worked for a company called SoFi right out of college that started out refinancing student loans, then they expanded into mortgages and, and personal loans. And uh, now they're doing uh, debit card banking, those those sorts of things. What is the value proposition of having a customer and, and what are some ways that you, you've seen that are really successful in, in keeping them uh, committed to, to being a partner with you? Yeah, that's a, that's an excellent question. I Number one, we we offer a, a diverse product set uh, with an ally. So, you know, really strengthening the multi-product relationship uh, is, is key to becoming bank of choice. Uh, number two, it's all about doing what's right. Uh, you know, we we here at Ally eliminated overdraft. Uh, we we really take a very tight view on on uh, any type of ancillary fees, uh, and we always lean into doing what's right for the consumer. Uh, and 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 number three, it's it's about recognizing that we are not product pushing. We are providing a value. We're providing a service. We're providing a means in which a consumer. Uh, lives their life and achieves their financial dreams. So it's it's differentiating our brand, our mission, and understanding we're filling a need and enhancing people's lives. And we're not selling mortgages. Um, we're not selling deposit accounts. It's merely, a, it's merely a means to meet their professional and personal dreams. Well said. Glenn, I really enjoyed the interview. Thanks for making the time for me. Hey, thank you, Robbie. I really appreciate the opportunity. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. U.S. Treasuries received a boost from yesterday's $12 billion 20-year bond auction, meeting strong demand, though there was little market-moving news on the day. The conference board's Consumer Confidence Index took a surprising turn for the better in December, driven by improved views of the economy and jobs, as well as declining gas prices. Existing home sales decreased 7.7% month-over-month in November to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 4.09 million, the 10th straight month that existing home sales have fallen. Total sales in November were down 35.4% from a year ago. Today's economic calendar is quiet, though we have received old news in the form of the third estimate of Q3 GDP, which was expected to register at 2.9%, but the attention was on core PCE being revised higher to 4.4%. That's not good for inflation. Separately, weekly jobless claims came in at 216,000, with continuing claims steady, meaning the strong labor market continues. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged on Wednesday afternoon, and the tenure yielding 3.67 after closing yesterday at 3.68%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. An old man calls his son and says, Listen, your mother and I are getting divorced. 45 years of misery is enough. Dad, what are you talking about? The son screams. 
We can't stay on the side of each other any longer. I'm sick of her face. And I'm sick of talking about this. So call your sister and tell her. And then he hangs up. Now the son is worried. He calls his sister and she shouts, Like hell, they're getting divorced. So she calls her father immediately. You're not getting divorced. Don't do another thing. The two of us are flying home tomorrow to talk about this. Until then, don't call a lawyer. Don't file a paper. Do you hear me? And then she hangs up the phone. The old man turns to his wife and says, Okay, they're both coming for Christmas and paying their own airfares. <laughs> to stay competitive in this market, lenders need to find efficiencies and understand their operations in a much deeper way. Richie Mays Consulting, Cybersecurity, Business Intelligence, and Automation Services are designed by mortgage experts to help you continue to drive growth and increase profitability. Visit richiemay.com advisory to learn more about how you can differentiate your business or set up a meeting with one of Richie Mays' experts. Questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities? Send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.